Welcome to Broke to Rich with KB, where we believe wealth is a mindset. B2R is a community space that promotes physical, financial, and mental wellness by highlighting personal experiences and offering educational tips to break cycles and habits that prevent you from being free to think, feel, and move as you want, being your authentic self. I'm KB, and let's get into it. Takia is a friend from college that has turned into my sister. So I'm abreast of life, lifing. <laughs> this woman I admire so much and wanted to highlight as I've witnessed her make two leaps, both from my point of view, being rooted in mental health and peace. The first leap happening in the moment, so to speak, and the second one being strategically planned. Would you say that's an accurate account? Yes, ma'am. That is very accurate. (laughs) All right. So let's jump into it. Speaking about starting with that happening in the moment, the first leap, what was the trigger and what was the final straw that you took action? The final straw or the trigger was I reached a point where I didn't want to live anymore. And not, mm, I know suicide is really a major thing that's going on right now. So I'm not trying to make light of it, but not from a sense of I just didn't want to live because life was so hard. It was just like, I was stuck in this cycle at that position in my life. And I just felt like it was easier to just be done with everything. And so that meant life too, if that makes sense. And so that was my trigger. It was one day I was driving on the highway and all I could think about was, I really rather drive this truck off the side of the road. And that that scared me because I was like, you really, like, I really was thinking about just like, let's just drive because then we won't have to keep driving to where we're going. If we don't have to go to where we're going, then we won't have to feel how we're feeling. So in that moment, I was like, oh, this is not okay. So when I got off the highway, I want to say in that moment, I had already made the decision that I was going to pack up. Well, I shouldn't say pack up because I was had everything in my car. <laughs> I was living at a hotel in my car. And so I was like, I'm just going home. <laughs> and so I was going to quit the job right after that. I really feel like the next day I probably put in my notice. I mean, it was a reasonable notice. I was still going to give them two weeks, but I put in my notice because the fact that I was on the highway behind these semi-trucks and all I could think about was turning my wheel to drive off the highway and off the road. Like it's not even a highway where you just into a ditch. Like you was, I was going to be off. Like I was in the air. So I was just going to be falling off. And I really wanted to do that. And it took a lot of concentration not to do that. And so I would say that was a very scary moment. And that was my trigger of, I have to make a change immediately. Yeah. I commend you. That's very brave to like admit and share, right? Because we know it's, I don't know if taboo is the right word, but definitely in the Black community, right? Like some people don't have those honest and vulnerable conversations, right? And then we also quick to be like, oh, pray about it. But that's a whole, I'm not going to dig into that. <laughs> into that. Prayer can't fix everything. Yes. We're not going to do that today. (laughs) It's not why we're here. Okay. So that's huge, right? Like you recognize, okay, this isn't healthy, right? Like I need to make a change in that, right? And you did the honorable and humble thing, right? And you went back home, right? Where it's not easy, but it's a little lighter, right? To make that happen. So that second strategic plant leap is what I'll call it. What drove you to that, if you'll speak a little bit about that strategic planning for the people. So uh, the second time I did a leap and it was more strategic is when I decided to 
start my own practice. And so <laughs> ooh, that was like two years in the making. I feel like a planning. But what happened with that was I'm very honest with who I am with myself. And so as I was going through things after that experience with wanting to end life and then coming back home and adjusting and going into the flow of my new normal, I was honestly realizing that I'm a workaholic. I've just now actually probably realized that yesterday. I am a workaholic. And I realized that I work like a fool, <laughs> like four or five jobs, and I'm showing up for all these people. But it was like I could never get mental peace, even though I didn't mind the working. And so what I realized was part of the reason I didn't have any mental peace is because the people I was working for, they were not aligned with who I am. <laughs> and they were not aligned with where I saw my future. And so I took the leap of, okay, I would rather go off on my own so that I am in more control of my time and that I can set boundaries. And also, because of who I am, I wanted to give an opportunity to other people too, because there's other people that's at these jobs with me and it just was not going well. So once I realized that it wasn't mentally aligning with me and I wasn't getting any peace, I said, well, you're going to have to work for yourself. Now, please don't take that. I don't think everybody should work for themselves. It's a lot of work. I work more now than I probably was working then, but it's worth it on the mental aspect. And I think if I would have never had that first experience of wanting to drive off the road, I would not have even paid attention to my mental capacity and how work and the people I worked for were impacting it. I would have just ignored it. But since I had already been through that, I knew I never wanted to feel like that again. I'm also kind of bossy. So <laughs> it just makes sense to be the boss a lot of times. But I'm not mean bossy. But So that's kind of what made me do the strategic. And it took me about two years, but it came true. I will say yeah. that. And I've seen the hard work that you've been putting in by all means. Like I'm a cheerleader for sure. Thousands of miles away in a whole other continent, right? And about the entrepreneurial piece, I'm glad you shared that. And that's something else that I definitely would like to talk to just about broke to rich because it is kind of growth and freedom, right? And that's tied into it. And that is what entrepreneurship gives you is freedom, right? Like, yes, you're going to work more, but it's freedom of your time, Right. And yeah. kind of more of your mind, even though you're going to work more. <laughs> that's, that's evident. Yes. <laughs> My talking points, you like hit them all like boom, boom. And what I wanted to talk like to highlight there, just that the efficiency I commended, but I will. So kind of changing it a little bit, right? Like you talked about the why, right? And the how of it, like did you have any resources available to you then, right? And resources meaning even a mentor or a book that you read or an article that you read, right? In either leap, did you have anything to kind of guide you or encourage you? Or was it just your willpower of like, no, nah, this ain't it? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to give my full answer. The answer is... Yes and no. And what I mean by that was, no, I didn't have a mentor. Let me go back. The first leap, no. I didn't even tell anybody. Nobody even knew how I was feeling. Like, I barely was being honest with myself. So in my first leap, I really say that that was my willpower. And then it was also, I'm not a religious person, but I do believe in something bigger than me in general. So I kind of feel like that was just my willpower. And then something else may have just been watching over me because I really went through that mental piece by myself. And I think by the time I told anybody, I was already out of it, which I do a lot. So I've gotten better with that. 
But so my first one, I would think is my willpower and just my, I think it's when I was starting, I say that very lightly, starting to try and love myself. And then the second one, there weren't any books, but I did have a mentor that was my supervisor to help me get my license. And so she kind of, when I would first talk about it, she was like, okay, just do it. And I was like, I ain't gonna have no money, right? Speaking of broke to rich, I'm like, I ain't got no money, lady. I can't do that. She was like, you'll make some money. You'll be fine. And I'm like, you real confident. So it was her that helped me. And then of course I have a great support system. So like my friends, my family, even if I don't think I can do it or if I don't, if I don't say it, they always do. They play a very instrumental part in moments that they are unaware of. So my second leap was more collaborative than my first one. Come back next week to hear the gems Key has to share with us that helps overcome and start making that shift in your life to prioritize your mental health. Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to take something away from this episode. If so, please share and let us know. Hell, if you have a story or tips to share, share that too. It takes a village and with each of us doing our part, we can grow and reach a level of freedom unimaginable. See you next week. Podcast.